0: Hi everyone, welcome to Living Life Purple Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm Megan and today I'm joined by Lisa. Lisa is a holistic healer and has been practicing energy work for over 15 years, helping others heal their bodies from trauma, sickness, heartbreak, and more. Today's episode is one that can truly change your life and the way you feel about yourself and the world around you. We are discussing how to overcome negative thought patterns and create new positive ones through energy work and affirmations. Affirmation work has been proven to have a powerful effect on our mind, body, and overall life, and Lisa's going to share with you just how to access that power. So Lisa, can we start by explaining why negative thoughts tend to feel like they're more dominant in our mind, and why a lot of us tend to think more cynically about ourselves or the world around us? So our bodies are more
1: designed to help keep us alive, as opposed to keep us happy, and When I started studying this and got into it a little deeper, especially because a lot of the work that we're going to be talking about is addressing the mind-body connection. So when I started studying this and realizing that a lot of the time our brains are storing more powerfully the negative emotions versus the positive emotions. So for example, if at some point in your life you probably discovered That if you touched fire or something hot, it was going to hurt you. So your brain is going to store that information more powerfully because it's designed to keep you alive and to protect you, which is a great thing for survival, but it doesn't necessarily work as great when it comes to being happy or feeling the positive emotions. So as far as like trying to keep you alive, it's going to store the negative because those are more to protect you, the dangerous emotions, that kind of thing, but it doesn't always help you in the arena of thriving, being healthy and being happy uh, because it defaults into the negative as its natural state just to keep working on protecting you from basically dying. So your body is always trying to keep you from dying. It's constantly working. Your subconscious and your body's innate wisdom is constantly healing and repairing. And you don't have to tell it to do it. It just does it. But you also don't have to tell it to store negative emotions. It just does it. And that's interesting that you even said like it's cynical because if you take out judging it, it's, it's not cynical. It's like if you look at your, at your mind as a machine, then it's just doing its job, which is really important for your brain to store the negative information in order to protect you and keep you alive. It's a really great thing. And once you become aware of that, you don't have to be judgmental on yourself and you don't have to feel like there's something wrong with you because you tend to store negative emotions more powerfully than positive. You just get, oh, okay, that's how my brain is helping me to stay alive. Awesome. Thank you. And let me counter that now with inputting positive emotions So that that can help me to stay happy, which is also just as important.
0: Mm -hmm. So do you think that people experience these thought patterns differently? For example, someone who may have experienced certain trauma in their life versus somebody who hasn't really experienced something bad happen to them? Or is it just naturally how everyone thinks?
1: Yeah, I think that probably everybody tends to store the negative a little bit stronger. So, but... Also, if you had more negative experiences as a child, then that part of your brain will probably be more dominant than somebody else who maybe had less negative things happen in their life. But either way, the natural tendency is for your negative side to be a bit stronger. And then when you're not aware of it, like let's say, for example, you had a parent who abandoned you as a child that is definitely going to create a huge negative impact on your life and how you see yourself so that conversation that you might have of life isn't fair or why did they leave me they don't love me i'm not good enough to stick to stick around for so that conversation you could have been telling yourself for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. And it could be a conversation that is dominating your reality, dominating the conversation, dominating your thinking pattern. And that could be stored there for many, many years and being exercised daily, probably 100 times a day. Mm -hmm. I think there was a study that showed that unless you consciously change, 90% of your thoughts are the exact same thoughts from yesterday. That's kind of huge when you think of that whatever you think of unless you actively try to change it is 90% the same every single day of your life. And if you were to think about that like just taking it a step further, you know, if your conversation 90% of the time is that I'm not good enough to love. That's a pretty heavy statement. But it's not absurd. It's not unheard of. Many people feel this way, whether it's because they got their heart broken at an early age and that created that negative brain pattern that somebody is still living, whether your parents got divorced. um, I mean, I'm 41 and I, I could think of one of my friends whose parents didn't get divorced, like in my upbringing, almost every single one of my peers, like they come from a divorced family. Um, If someone died, whatever, my son got uh, traumatized because he had his favorite teacher who was, I think it was in his fourth grade. He loved this teacher. Well, he ended up committing suicide and that really impacted my son on this huge level. So he has his, you know, fourth grade brain, totally optimistic, super happy kid Mm -hmm. Then his favorite teacher committed suicide. They didn't really handle it that well at the school. And he got really confused and it created a a thinking pattern that life is like not worth living. And if this person who I thought was really happy and who I admired did that, then what is wrong with the world? Mm -hmm. And he created this like negative view of the world. And he got really hurt and sad and that ended up staying with him until until now like if somebody dies my son gets very very triggered with that conversation because that was planted in his young brain and then he's probably told himself many you know hundreds thousands of times that conversation Hmm. so for that to be your current reality, whatever it is, some type of negative experience that probably happened to you when you were a kid alters the way you start thinking. And if you've been thinking that 90% of the time for years and years and years, that thought pattern is pretty strong. So what does that tell you? It's like not much changes in your brain then, not much changes in your current reality and not much changes in your internal emotional state. Mm -hmm. And why I get so fascinated with the brain conversation is because that is connected to your emotional state. And then your emotional state is how you tend to feel. Mm -hmm. So if you have a negative conversation in your brain, feeling like 90% of the time, I am not good enough, that's going to make you feel a certain way. And that feeling is going to affect your physical body. So when people say they have anxiety, I'm like, I get that. You know, because from a very early age, you might have these negative emotions that have been getting stronger and stronger. Your brain is just a muscle, just like all the other muscles in your body. And if you've been, you know, doing weights on your arms and doing and developing that same practice let's say like if you have a negative conversation like I'm not lovable like no one loves me and if you live in that world and if you've been telling yourself that let's say 20 to 30 times a day for 10 years that muscle is going to be really really strong. So just like if you were to do weights and if you were to do that weight lifting muscle on your arms, you know, 30 times a day for 10 years, that muscle's gonna be relatively strong in your body. But if you've never worked out your legs, then you can't expect your legs to be as strong as your arms, right? So it's the same concept. So it really does take a level of self-awareness. And then on top of that, choice you have to start thinking okay this is what's happened so far this is what's dominating my thought pattern this is what i'm mostly thinking about and it's not going to change on its own if you're waiting for it to change if you think there's something wrong with you if you think that the next person over to you seems happier than you i think that's the main thing i think that a lot of times people just feel Like there's something wrong with them. And they maybe compare themselves to other people in a delusion. um, And social media and television does not help break up that delusion. Because, you know, everybody puts their best foot forward and makes their life seem perfect. Mm -hmm. But it is not. So just realizing that's not real. But what is real is that everybody's dealing with the exact same things like you are. So having like a lot of compassion for yourself and a lot of understanding and don't judge yourself, but just get, okay, this is how everybody is. And now it's up to me to start to rewire my brain so that I feel a different way.
0: So what are some steps that we can take to start, become more self-aware and start that rewiring process?
1: Yeah, so I think the first thing is to take a little bit of time to get present to what are your negative thought patterns. So you can do that by just sitting down and thinking about it and saying, you know, asking yourself and writing it down, what are some of the negative beliefs that I have about myself or about the world? So maybe write, getting a piece of paper out and, or a journal and writing out, you know, what what do I think about myself? And what do I think about life? And what do I think about the world, right? So asking those questions to see how your brain really registers that information. Um, I think writing it down is a great way, first of all, to just see what they are. And then from there, you have to start putting in the time to rewire your brain, So you have to basically do brain exercises. And I do brain exercises all the time for the purpose of managing my emotions. And I think the misconception with affirmation work, like when you hear affirmations, right? Like some people are like, oh, that's for people who just want to live in a bubble and just stay positive. Like that, it almost gets dismissed as being, I want to say like, light or frivolous or naive maybe and I think that's absolutely wrong because there's a complete real effect that it has on your body so for me to be uh, positive and to work on affirmations it's one of the most powerful things that I could do to reprogram my brain and to get my body to feel good and to be in a positive vibration and you actually have to put in some time in order to start feeling the changes. So if you're feeling stressed a lot and if you're feeling like you don't have a lot of confidence and if you feel like you're usually in a negative state of mind and for people who have anxiety, those are all just because your brain is stronger. At thinking the negative thoughts than it is at thinking the positive. So, the way you can change that is by starting to focus some time and real energy and effort into building the positive emotions because it's not just for, you know, for positive sake. It's not just for. being like a (laughs) like a person who wants to live at Disneyland all the time you know there is a real science to having those patterns in your brain stronger it helps you to manage your emotions it helps your body to be in a stronger place you're less likely to get injured when you're in a positive vibration when your brain is thinking something good versus thinking something bad it helps you to heal your body It helps your body to feel relaxed. It helps your body to feel safe. These are all really, really good things. Your body is much stronger when it's in a positive state of mind and when it's in a positive emotional state. So you can lift a certain amount of weight, like if you were lifting weights, And the weight is actually going to feel lighter when you're thinking of something positive versus when you're thinking of something negative. So there is a direct connection to body weakness when you're in a positive versus negative state of mind. It's not just a hopeful thing. It's a real thing. And I think that's why I'm so uh, passionate and excited to be talking about this with you guys because it really does work. It really helps to manage your emotions. It really can change your life because the more good you're experiencing, the more good you're going to receive and the more relaxed your body feels, the more it's going to heal for you.
0: Yeah. Our brain body connection is so amazing and powerful. So can we get into affirmations, how they work, what they are, and also how our listeners can start to implement them in their daily lives? The great thing about affirmations is it starts to build a partnership
1: with your body. So a lot of times people don't feel like they have any friendship or connection or partnership with their body. So their body tends to feel like a disconnection. So if I were to tell you to get your body to repair your lower back, you might think I'm crazy to ask that as a request. But to start thinking that your brain is in charge of what happens in your body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no one else in charge of your body but you. So if you can start to build a friendship, I like to call it a friendship and a partnership. And I believe affirmations is the start of building that friendship and partnership. So to start practicing talking to your brain and focused time on saying positive things and inputting positive things and mostly from a belief system like I believe something something something. I believe that I am powerful. I believe that I am perfect. I believe in myself. I believe that my body is capable of healing. I believe that I do deserve to feel good. So these are a lot of addressing a belief system Mm -hmm. so energetically when you say these things you'll eventually over time start feeling differently and I think part of when you do write down affirmations even saying the word believe like I believe I believe I deserve those are two very powerful words to start implementing into your language is Number one, that you believe it's possible because if you don't believe it's possible, you could say it, but still not believe it. Um, So the universe and energy responds to like. So if you believe something, that is a way you can naturally attract it by being in that same vibration. So number one, believing it. And then number two, which is really an awesome conversation, is the feeling of deserving Because maybe you think that someone else deserves it, but not you. And really asking yourself that question, like if you want to make $10,000 a month, but the second you say that, you're like not feeling it. Like you don't really believe yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So then I would say invest some time in the word deserve and believe. Those are two really great words because if you don't believe you deserve something, the, your energy is disconnected from it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so the way you could start is by using it in your vocabulary inputting that into your affirmation work and then start meditating and getting grounded and using your imagination to feel that feeling. The other thing that I think is really powerful is to record your affirmations And then re-listen to them. So everybody has a smartphone. Just write your affirmations down. We'll probably put some up on the website. So if you're getting stuck with like what are affirmations, what should which ones should I use to start, you know, reprogramming my brain. Um, we'll put some up on our on our blog so that you can just handwrite them. But I think it's good for you to handwrite it in your own writing if you're gonna read it and then record it and listen to it. Okay, so just to recap, I'm gonna share a few of the tips of how to start implementing affirmations into your life. Super easy ways. So uh, putting post-its on different places where you tend to spend time in your car, in the bathroom, in your room, in your office, maybe somewhere near your desk, and just allow your brain to start registering that new information. So, even if you think it's not working, trust me, it's working because uh, your brain's going to start memorizing the same sentences over and over. Every time, like the more often you see it, the brain's registering it and it'll start to input that as true information as opposed to the other points that maybe are not true and this might sound like a lot of work like you might be thinking oh my gosh you want me to write something down and then I have to record it and then I have to listen to it (laughs) so I get that but it really is worth the time because this is if you want to decrease stress if you want to decrease anxiety if you want to sleep better if you want to feel more positive emotions consistently every single day which I think everybody does. If you want to start experiencing a different level of peace and harmony in your life, then yes, it does take work.
0: Yeah, I think this practice is so important too because a lot of the time we wait on others to give us the affirmation or the compliment or the word of encouragement in order for us to believe it, but that shouldn't be the case. We should be our own hype person and really believe the things that we say to ourselves that are good. Yeah, I think it's
1: true, and I think that I remember at one of my, a few of my retreats that were just for women, we did mirror work, and it was very emotional for people because I had them look in the in the mirror. We gave out a mirror to every person. We had them look at themselves, and we had them get present to what they thought, and a lot of the women cried because when they looked at themselves in the mirror. They didn't have a positive conversation. So, and we worked on doing some positive affirmations in the mirror. That's a really, really great way to start uh, affirmation work is to look at yourself in the mirror. It's not easy. If you're going to try this for the first time, you might get really confronted. You may have a lot of emotions that come up from you for you. That's normal. Um, however, if you stick with yourself, you could really start to reprogram the thoughts and to fall in love with yourself by looking at yourself. And what you said earlier, you know, waiting for someone else to give you the affirmations is a really, really dangerous thing to do because you're basically giving away your power and you're waiting. And I don't like to wait for someone else to make me feel good. I want to make myself feel good. And I think that that is a really, really important thing for us to develop and for us to get our inner confidence from within, not from an outside source. Yes, it's nice to get compliments, however, and it's nice to give compliments. I love making other people feel good, but you don't want to wait for someone to tell you something in order for you to believe it. Um, But I, I do remember quite a long time ago that I didn't always feel like I was pretty. And I remember having to do the mirror work. This was probably when I was about 25. That I never thought positive when I looked at myself in the mirror. And I had to work on that. Like I remember putting up sticky notes in my car, putting it in my mirror in the bathroom, um, putting it, I put sticky notes in my car, in my mirror bathroom, in my downstairs bathroom and I, and in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I really invested time to reprogram my thoughts, to fall in love with myself because that wasn't the that wasn't my natural state when I was 25, but I wanted to do it. And I remember I would write down a bunch of affirmations. It was the front and the back of a regular white piece of paper. And I wrote down all of these first-person affirmations. And I would go to this park that was down the street. And I would sit on this bench outside and just be in nature. And I would read my affirmations. And I did that every morning not go to the park but I had that piece of paper and I think I kept that one piece of paper for like a year I mean it was like crumbling it was like barely keeping together because I had opened and closed it so many times and I remember really investing a lot of time into reprogram reprogramming my my own thoughts because I wanted to love myself and I knew that that wasn't my natural state but I wanted it to be my natural state. So I spent like a year, you know, practicing affirmation work. That was when I was 25. I'm 41 now. So Mm -hmm. it really is dominant now. Like I absolutely love myself. There's no doubt about it. I don't have negative feelings to myself about myself. Even if I gain 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds, don't look perfect some days, feel blah some days. But I don't not love myself. I love myself no matter what. I will not do that to myself because it feels like I'm not going to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. My job is to be my best friend. And yes, it's so fun to wear makeup and to be sexy and to get dolled up. And I love it like everybody else. But it's not what I need to feel beautiful. And it's not what I need to feel powerful. And I think that there is something really valuable in that. Mm
0: That was so amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa, for just sharing all of your wisdom with us. And we just really hope that you guys received something from this talk, took something away from it, hope that you could share it with somebody that you know. Um, And we're just so excited to continue to bring these talks to you because they're so valuable to just really living your best life and in your purpose and living at your highest vibration. And remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, you're amazing,
1: and yes, you are perfect exactly the way you are. So start telling yourself
0: that because that is the truth that you want to believe. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. If you'd like to hear more talks like this, please subscribe to our podcast. And you can also find us at cleanbeautybuzz.com where we are dedicated to sharing so much amazing content all dedicated to holistic wellness and clean beauty makeup and skincare. Thanks guys. We'll talk to you soon.